And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 98 today. For the first time all season long, joined alongside me in person, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are we doing today, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just walked in the house. TJ passed the fuck out. I left maybe 15 minutes passed out. prior to him leaving, but we're back. We're awake. We had a quick <laughs> podcast to do, two games. We're coming out late with this. Uh, we'll see what Thursday, but as many of you know, the Lakers took their L, and we were not ready to do a podcast after the game. Yeah, um, just a quick recap on the Lakers. Uh, no one really even cares about the NBA when bear down playoffs are uh, are going yes, on, sir, right? Yes, I mean, sir. like, who cares? Like, Lakers lost, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's do it, man. We have the the semifinal preview here. We will also be announcing the awards at the end of the podcast, so make sure you stay to that. Like we said, short podcast today, as obviously there's only two games in the semifinals that we're in. And, uh, yeah, we're going, we will announce the Bear Down Awards, and then the uh, all, all te- teams all will teams be announced on yeah, the next podcast. I haven't uh, recorded the point system yeah, yet, so that, I just yeah. haven't done it yet. But the, the awards are voted on, and, uh, yeah. Anything you want to say about summer before we get going? Um, summer season is, is closed. Registration, another 140 guys, and... I'm hyped to see it because I know a lot of guys from the spring aren't playing in the summer. So a lot of new faces, a lot of new names to learn, and uh, a lot of guys are going to go late in the draft and probably be studs. So I'm excited to see it. Um, Monday is the draft, 9 o'clock, YouTube Live. Uh, me, TJ, will be um, doing like doing the hosting that we did last year. Augie will be on it too. Um, and, yeah, a bunch of new teams, a bunch of new captains, and a uh, new season is upon us. And by 9 o'clock, Kurtzman could possibly mean 10 o'clock. Okay, it the, sounds like TJ might have work until 9 o'clock the, yeah, yeah, yeah. to get home and do his thing before we yeah, start yeah, yeah. So, as I'm now, we are now um, erasing the last 10 seconds, and yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, we'll 9.45, see, we'll see, we'll 10 see. o'clock, we'll, uh, but listen, everything we post on Instagram, Twitter, yeah. be right, follow the YouTube, subscribe to us, so you get a notification when we go live, there you go. There and you go. yeah, there you go. Yeah, everyone, if you're new to the league, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on all pla- podcast platforms, and make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Like Earth yeah, I texted doing. all I texted all the new players, told them to follow everything. So if you yep. see the text from me and you didn't answer it, answer so I know you're in. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. All right, let's start off. We have games at Rebels Field this weekend, 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock. Let's start with the 11 o'clock slate, Kurtzman. Wyoming against Florida State. The battle of the co-commissioners, Brandon Kurtzman versus Augie Garbalato. A lot of, a lot of bad blood in this game right here, honestly. Um, huge, huge, huge rivalry matchup. Um, this is everything right here, Kurtzman. This is yeah. your legacy's on the line. Call okay. it, call it, my call it. Spade spade. My legacy's on the line last week, also. You're so. like, you're like LeBron. Your legacy's on the line every single time you step on the field. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. No, I love the pressure, man. I, uh, it's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be an absolute battle. Uh, me and Augie always play close games outside of the one time he uh, blew our doors open mm. on Oklahoma a couple summer, a couple falls ago, I should say. Um, but yeah, no, me and Augie always play quick battles. I know they're going to be ready. We're going to be ready. Um, I got a full squad finally, so yeah. it's going to be nice to see what we're really like. I know we've seen it a couple times this year, but we haven't consistently been able to be there all of us week after week. But we're here now. We're in a great position, and we uh, we hold our own destiny. We go out there and play well. We're going to win. Thinking back to the first time you guys played, it was obviously a great game, and you know you have no Danino in that game. They, they had no, no Marola. Marola in that game as well so obviously two key impact players so how much do you think you could take away from that last game that you guys played against each other a lot um listen we mean all game playing against each other forever like we know what each other likes to do on both sides of the ball it's just gonna come down to kind of I, I was saying it on the podcast um, on the live i should say that it comes down to a few plays mm. a few plays in these games kind of decide who's gonna win and uh you just have to be on the right side of those couple key plays and 
Um, there definitely was some stuff to take away from the BMS film against uh, Florida, La- Florida State last week. A lot to take away from um, from the matchup we had yeah. early in the season. So uh, we have a good game plan. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I, I, listen, I came into the house before and I said I was. I'm very confident. Yeah, your correction right was like, very, very not cocky. Confident. Just I'm just co- yes, it wasn't I'm really cocky. It was confident in my group. Yeah. Like, I just think I think this is my best team. In the playoffs, I should say, because I think the Lions were just as good as this Wyoming team, but we just didn't show up to the playoff game. Um, I think this is my most one of my most complete teams I've had. Um, and as long as I said to my guy, I said, as long as we just do what we need to do on both sides of the ball, everyone plays their role, you know what you're supposed to be doing, we're going to come out with a win. See, this is why I wish Augie was here, because Augie feels the exact same way that you do. Yeah, of course. Augie, I feel like with you guys, is you feel like this is your best team. Augie feels like this is his best team. Like, you guys, these are two teams who are coming in here supremely confident, both believing, like, yeah, we should easily win this game. Like, both teams feel... I don't know about easily. No, no, but, they, but... but they're like, yeah, they're, they neither team envisions a loss here. They're like, yeah, no. this is this is a win for us. We're going to go to the championship. Both teams definitely feel like they deserve to be playing in the championship game. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, as, for, as for Florida State, obviously, we could talk about the X Factors, and obviously we'll give out awards later, but, um, you know, you know, you could talk about Justin. You could talk about Augie. Give me a guy, Kurtzman, who you think is going to need to step up big time on Florida for, for both teams. Give me, give me okay. for your team and for their team. Um, last week, Rob Bell had like six for seventy-five and a touchdown, made a couple key plays on defense as well. Um, he has to be that again. And Matt Iovino probably has to. I was going to say Matt Iovino, yeah. best and game not of the even season. not even necessarily on the offensive side, really just on the defensive side, being able to get pressure, make me have to step up in the his other guys like Marola and um, Lebo. And you know how it goes, like in these playoff games, like. You're going to attack certain guys. Like, I imagine that they are talking about, like, all right, listen, like, we're not really trying to attack, like, Pat or Mike. Like, let's try to attack probably, I guess, it'd have to be, like, me or Rob Reddington. And, like, that's what you do. you got to find the mismatches and make it and make the plays off of those. So, um, I think for them, I would say Matt Iovino probably and Rob L. For us, we played such a great game last week where everyone got involved. And I kind of just think that Mike and Pat. Oh, okay. I think, personally, I think if Mike and Pat dominate this game we shouldn't have like we like like they're capable of doing on any given day like i don't know i i sound cocky but yeah. i just think that my my two listen my two best guys weren't there last week and we my whole team stepped up now it's my team's turn to let our best players carry us okay and i think that's i think that's kind of like how i'm feeling about this listen i obviously consider myself one of the best players on my team but mike and pat are the guys they they they, they keep the ship rolling so um yeah, that's who I, th- I really think. I would say that I think, and you don't need to tell me, and I don't need to tell you this, but I think that, you know, I would maybe say Rob again, because Rob stepped up huge for you last week. We talked about it again. I think, you know, Mike and Pat, they're going to have, Augie and Florida State, they're going to be ready to game plan against them. They're going to be ready to, you know, send you different looks and, and try to, you know, maybe make you take some unnecessary chances. I think you need to play a smart, safe game, throw the ball with velocity how you did in the last game, and use everyone on your team and use what they do well. Dom needs to be involved. I think Rob needs to be involved. Hughes off the line. Damien off the line. Like, I think everyone needs to be involved. I think Matt and, and uh, not Matt, I think uh, Pat and Mike are kind of givens what they're going to give you as is Justin. That's why I was kind of leaning towards the other guys. Yeah, but. no, I get what you're saying. I just felt like last week we just played so well as a team and everyone else stepped up. Like, everyone did. Rob, Rob's going to have to play big again. Rob's, yeah. my, Rob's my third receiver. Dean's my third receiver. Dom, third receiver. Like, it's the playoffs. Pat and Mike don't come off the field. I think everyone knows that. And yeah. that's kind of just how it needs to be in the playoffs. Like, I don't really come off the field much either. Like, everyone on my team knows their role, understands the the playing time situation, and knows, like, they're, they know they know what they need to go out in there and do. So, um, I think our D-line is very important also. I just think... Uh, yeah, I think the, the matchups... I always say the trenches are the most important part. And 
we've dominated the Chargers in every game this season. I think these are two teams with very good offensive lines and defensive lines. Phenomenal. This is, this is going to be a great game all around. Um, the spread would be a half point either way, in yeah. my opinion. I think this, yeah. this is definitely a pick em game. Um, obviously, you're going to take your team. That's well, your, yeah. your pick is of obviously course. your team. Of course I will take my team. I'm taking you as well. I'm going Wyoming. I went to Tommy, I, I went to Tommy Speckham. My dad took my, well, unofficial pick. I'm not going to speak for him, but I spoke to him before the playoffs started, and his pick to win it all was Florida State. Okay, so he's going to so probably assuming, end up riding with that. I'm assuming, I'm not official, I can't hold it against no, him. No, of course. But I'm assuming that he would take uh, Florida State in this game. But I've taken Wyoming the entire year. Um, yeah, you're I'm just gonna, Yeah, I'm just going to ride with you guys at this point. Um, I think, you know, I'm obviously not shocked if Florida State wins. No. But uh, how about this? I'll make this prediction. I think the winner of this game is the champion. Okay. So you think this is the championship? In yeah. theory. Yeah, in just theory. Like, just, yeah. Until, until next week when I get to make my my, my yeah, pick wait, for when are you? Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the next game and what our picks are yeah. for that. But, I mean, there's two good sides. There's two other really good Yeah, teams two really good games. Side. Yeah, but I, I just, I feel like, you know, honestly, and we'll just call it spade a spade. I root for you and Augie, so. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely root for you. I root for everyone in the league, but obviously, um, I do root for the two guys who I work and run the league with. So (laughs) that's usually how it goes. Um, No, but it's gonna be like I said. It's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a war. I want to see who starts the 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 shit talking. Because we got everyone, everyone's got shit. We both got shit talkers on our teams. James, we got popping shit, popping shit in the chat. Um, Yeah, no. But they got shit talkers on their team. I know Joe Ivan acts and you run his mouth all game. Yeah. Uh, Justin, I don't know. Justin comes in sometimes and plays silent assassin sometimes. So the but, last time but, him and Pat got into it. He, but that's because usually it usually starts with someone barking at Justin. I won't. Yeah. I won't lie. I started barking at Justin last game because okay. with me and him, it's it's all in the spirit. But uh, no, it should be a battle. Energy is gonna be super important in this game. We have to come out with a lot of energy. We gotta be fighting. We gotta we gotta we gotta show up, play level, play above the level of our competition, and we will be okay. All right, let's see. Let's a big, big, Wyoming, big time baby, game tomorrow. Go Cowboys, big time game. All right, let's go to the next game here, the twelve o'clock, the other semifinal, Georgia against Dartmouth. Um, breaking news. Yeah, TJ didn't know this. I've known this for days. Breaking news that TJ just found out about twenty minutes ago. Joe Piscopo. My vote for MVP will not be playing in this game, Kurtzman. He will not. When you become a cop, they abuse you work. You, they abuse your work schedule in the beginning. So Joe's going through that right now, and uh, he's. They, they tried to find a different time to play so that Joe could play, but in every scenario, it was like Joe's missing A, B, C, and D, but he's going to be able to be there. And IB's like, okay, you're allowed to be there, but I'm missing Sedano and Tyson. And, yeah. I, and listen. The games are played on Sundays, so like if you're unable to show up on Sunday, I obviously try to work a court. I always, I, no one can say I don't try to work to make things as po- as fair as possible for every team, but um, they just weren't able to find a time where like at least most of the guys, like the core guys on the team, could show up both sides. So they're playing Sunday at twelve. No Joe Piscopo. They got Leota and they got DeMeo. I don't want to officially or unofficially say where they're going with it. I've heard Leota. I texted Joe Piscopo and said, what about DeMeo? I, I'm just, I'm curious as to who you think should start in this game for Dartmouth. This is nothing against Joe Liotta, but I would start Joe DeMeo. Joe DeMeo is a champion at quarterback in this league. Yeah. Joe, maybe not bear down, OBFFL. Uh, yeah, I but mean, listen, there, there were some good, talented teams. When the, no, when... no, Joe Joe was solid, and we, we know this. We like Joe, and I think for one game when Joe's got his live arm, I yeah, think no season to no wear season and tear. wear and tear. I think I think Joe uh, DeMeo would be my my play here. Leota is a captain for the summer. This so, is our yeah. first look at Leota as a start in a starting if role. If he is starting, if he is starting, um, 
That being said, though, my thing that I said on the podcast last week with the two quarterbacks playing, or whatever it was, two, two weeks, weeks ago. Yeah, two, three weeks ago. Um, with these two quarterbacks that are starting their first game, if Leota is starting his first game, I can't pick Dartmouth. If DeMeo was starting this game, I would feel more inclined to pick Dartmouth. Yeah. Now, I'll start now. I'll tell you now. My pick's Georgia because mm-hmm. of the quarterback controversy. If you have quarterback controversy in the playoff, I'm just taking the other team. You got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm taking the other team. But, um, Kurtzman, I wanted you to speak about uh, what you th- you saw, you know, chinking the armor with, with Georgia last week. You thought, you know, hey, even without Joe, I think this is going to be a game. Yeah, so, for one, I do think Dartmouth's going to control the line of scrimmage, which they do in a lot of games. I personally, the move that I would make is play Joe DeMeo quarterback and tell Tompkins, yo, you got to play line today. You got to give Joe DeMeo time to sit back there and throw. Um, They play, I saw last week they were sending Sedano, Dean, Leotrowski, and then either like a Liam Riley or like a TJ Brown third rusher. You need to give Joe DeMeo or Joe Liotta all the time in the world or as much time as you can give. And if that means Sedano's lining up on Tompkins and Tompkins can kind of neutralize that, that's huge to a game plan. I think in you have to do what you need to do to win. I know Tompkins hasn't played line much at all, if 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 even five snaps all year at line. But listen, you're a big body, and if Joe DeMeo needs you to step in there and block, or Joe Leo needs you to step in there and block, then you got to do it. Um, but I, listen, man, I it's good. It, listen, I think I'm gonna pick Georgia. I'm not gonna say my pick yet, but I want to talk a little more about the game, the sides. But like, yeah, it, it's so hard when you're leader. Pisco is your leader. He's your guy. He's your emotional leader. He is your leader in the huddle. Like, it's everything. And Pisco, Pisco literally texts me and goes, bro, the hardest thing I'm about to do right now is tell my team I'm not going to be able to play. Yeah, today. Joe's like, devastated. Joe wants to play. Joe wants to win a Bear Down Championship more, more than, than he life. won yeah. when, he, when he won his state I know, championship it's in crazy. basketball. Joe, so, need, Joe needs a Bear Down Championship more than he needs oxygen. Yeah, no, he does. And what I want to say about Georgia is, yeah, big win last week. Got yourself back on track. A lot of people were doubting you. You were supposed to be one and done, but... Listen, context is everything, in my opinion. Good. And here's some things I saw when I was cutting the film and watched it. Number one, it was 0-0 with like two minutes left in the half. Offenses weren't moving. And they scored on a third and goal from the opposite five-yard line. 45-yard run, IB made everyone. I think he made all seven guys on the field miss his flag at one point or another on the play. Um, that kind of that kind of like deflated uh, Ole Miss. And then it was 6 nothing, and then it was 12 nothing, and then... Tommy got Tommy made it twelve six and it was twelve six for a little bit, but last play pick six. Like I wouldn't say the final score of twenty five six was very indicative of what actually happened in the game. I think Ole Miss actually played a pretty good game last week. I'm not saying that, not, not not taking anything away from Georgia, but they weren't as dominant as I think people are making them out to be right now. I think they have the potential. Tyson looked amazing in his return, two interceptions, locked Pauly, who got votes for offense player of the year. Um, it's t- it's a tough pick. I love Dartmouth's defense. Love Dartmouth's defense. I think that that's going to keep them in the game. It's going to be low scoring, super low scoring. Game. I think I think they turn them over. I think Georgia turns whoever's playing quarterback over. I think I anyone, mean, yeah, they got ball hawks. They got ball. I think hawks yeah. I, I think I think I B Jack and yeah could take they, it to the house. And I think that could be the difference in this game. Like I said, I'm going Georgia because of the quarterback controversy. But um, I wanted you to give me the same thing that you gave me the other game. Who are your two breakout players? Two guys that you know. They gotta really step up. Their that's their team's path to victory is by them playing. You know, like a guy like a Ritter. Like I was who, gonna pick who, Ritter. You like I like Santucci too in the back. Like listen, the one thing about IB is they take shots. Yeah. And I know IB like he likes his matchups. Jack Tyson like he likes those matchups on anybody that's that's in the secondary. Like yeah. he's gonna give them opportunities. Tyson is a big body receiver. Um, he goes up and makes plays on the ball. So. Santucho and Ritter, you cannot get exposed in the back end of the 2-3-2. Mm-hmm. 
if you guys are solid. Revenge game for Ritter. Revenge game for why revenge game for Ritter? Because I beat us, take him. Yeah, good and friends. They're, and they're like they're, best yeah, friends. Best friends. Yeah, I like that. Good. Uh, good. We'll revenge it's game a, it's for good, Ritter. It's a good narrative. Um, I I still listen. Their ability to get pressure with two, which is Musi and Tompkins, is just it, it's it's night and day to what you can do if you can get pressure with them. It's gonna be key for them to pull the flags. To pull IB's pull flag. Pull IB's flag, man. Um, don't don't um. They need to be just aware of like all the motioning and whatnot of what they do. Don't fall, don't um. Don't have your eyes in the wrong place. So okay. just I think that's for them and for Georgia. Angst dad. Yeah. No, Ang- I haven't yeah. heard haven't heard that name a lot this season. Um, Georgia's been kind of a very under the radar quiet team this year. Five and four, missed the game. Like it's been a really weird year for IB and, and company. So TJ Angstad, you might be saying I might be saying his name a few times on the semifinal recap. Mm. Yeah. I like that pick with TJ Angstad. I'm taking Dart I mean, I'm taking Georgia. You just heard me. I, I, I just said I was taking Dartmouth, but I am taking Georgia. Yeah. Same the- thing as you. The the if Jordan Mayo plays though. I'm gonna be sitting there rooting for Jordan Mayo. Mm, that's that's how that goes. Cause Jordan Mayo is my guy. We want to ring together. We got that. We got that championship. Bro, that championship blood in us. Um, He's got championship DNA. He does have championship DNA. He leads a huddle better than most I've seen. Um, Interesting. I'm excited to see how that game plays out. I'm excited to see Leota if he plays quarterback. Cause yeah. this is just our first look, and we're getting in the most high pressure, the biggest game of his bear down career. Biggest game. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you right now. If Joel Leota said he's hosting a pizza party for whoever wins the championship, he's trying if to host Joel, for his team. Joel yeah. Leota might have—he's just making himself dinner that night. He might—he might just be. Listen, if Joel Leota just... comes out here and starts slinging the rock all around the fucking field, Joel Leota might be cooking dinner for his team. So. I'm, I'm excited because I'll be—I'll be—I'll get to watch the game. I'm excited to see if Leota comes out and starts like really slinging, slinging it. Then he the, the 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 jokes that will come out of his mouth during the game, I think, will be like the the highlight of the game if. Georgia is unable to contain him or make him look miserable. Okay. Um, I don't know. Dean Wiatrowski too. I'm gonna say I'm gonna shout out him out. He had four sacks in the last game. He set the tone on the, on the, in the trenches last game. Uh, better line this week. Musi, DeMeo, no wine, no Nick Wyman this week. Mm. Wyman. It's it's not a name you heard much this year, but he plays offensive line for them and yeah. he's good at it. So, um, it's gonna be a very interesting two games. I don't think any results of either games. I don't think. I think these are the four best teams in the league. Yeah. I Agreed. think that regardless of the outcomes of these games, all four teams should be thinking to themselves, yeah, we had a really we good, shot, we had a yeah, really we good fucking season. We put ourselves in a really good position. Um, Dartmouth, the number one seed, they listen, you had a shitty draw having to play Ivy in the, in the semifinals. And, not, and without Joe. And without, yeah. Yeah, and without Joe. Um, it's weird. All three, all three quarterbacks, all three are, quarterbacks Joe are Joe. I just thought team. the same yeah, exact thing. That's very interesting. Because um, I thought somebody, you said Joe's not missing. Yeah, like, Leona DeMeo. Joe DeMeo's going to be there. Um no, but like I said, I think these are the four best teams in the league. I think no matter who wins these games on tomorrow is going to – like we're going to like the matchup for the championship. The championship matchup is going to be lit no matter yeah, who fact. is playing in it. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm, I said to you before, I'm anxious as shit to get to the field tomorrow. I can't wait. Yeah, terrible. Um, I won't be there. Not that anyone cares, but coaching basketball. So <laughs> we'll not be there. All yeah. right, let's uh, – Let's do the awards. Yeah, so let's hand out the awards, Kurtzman. Little little drum roll. What we got here? Yeah. Um, no. So there are seven awards, or eight, maybe one second. Um, there are also one, first two, team, three, second four, team, five, and all rookie team. Nine awards. There are all yeah. First, second, third team for defense, offense. Yes. First team for offense, rookie, and defense, rookie. Um, those I'll post. Post them on Instagram. Probably do them on the semifinal recap. Just kind of split it up. Give you guys a little something to look yeah. forward to because more guys get involved in those yes. um, selections. So, 
for the MVP of the league. Listen, he he's been a monster all year. Um, his stats are. Just I'll give. Let's insane. give our ballots along the way as well. The awards. Then you say what you voted. I'll say. What yeah, I I'll voted. say what I voted. Um, the MVP is Justin. Mm. Justin Ferrara. First non-quarterback. Yeah, first non-quarterback to win the MVP in this league. And it was rightfully deserved. He was second in the league in catches, second in the league in touchdowns. Uh, no, actually, sorry, he was first in the league in total touchdowns, that non-quarterback, because he had four defensive touchdowns and nine receiving touchdowns. Um, second in the league in receiving, uh, first in the league in receiving yards, um, first in interceptions. Could have honestly, in reality, could have swept the three main awards, Depoy, uh, Opoy, and MVP, but... You had to get more people involved. Yeah. So, um, Justin gets the MVP award. His team six and two. He's been a big reason why. And uh, everyone voted for Justin except for you. You. I was. I, I. I. stripped Justin of a unanimous MVP yes, voting. Yes, Justin. You I voted. Honestly, I'm surprised that Justin won. I thought that people were going to reward the winningest quarterback, and that was Joe Piscopo. That's who I voted for. Um, I stand by Piscopo's my pick. stats were lit, but like, yeah, I, I think what killed him was that he wasn't like he didn't have the best quarterback stats either. Like his stats were just good, and they just won. I, like, yeah, I just, it just to me, it was more than the stats. It was, you know, what makes an MVP? A guy like Ritter, who's asking off on his team in the beginning of the season, doesn't want to play for Joe. Now he loves Joe. I, I think if you ask Ritter, pick one quarterback to play for. He's I think he's picking Joe. Joe. Yeah, I think he's picking Piscopo. Um, everyone I, loves playing. Everyone, everyone loves playing on his yeah. team. Everyone gets involved. Every single player. He saved Liam Knowles, who was, we were saying free Liam Knowles for the last few seasons. He's gotten now, him involved. Now he's yeah. gotten him involved. Like just the whole thing. I voted Joe MVP. Obviously, I'm not mad with Justin as as winning MVP. He's very deserving of the award. I was just the only person who voted Joe, so I wanted to give Joe his uh, his props. No, Joe definitely deserves the props that you just gave him. And uh, I know Dartmouth has felt that we haven't gassed them enough this year and gotten them on the Instagram enough. You guys, honestly, are just a very complete team, and no one really dominates your stats. We don't reward system teams. You yeah, have to be like, an indiv- you have to be an individual. individual god. <laughs> um, no, you have a lot of individual gods yeah, on your right. team. That's for damn sure. Um, and th- listen, voting Joe Piscopo, you voted the quarterback of the number one team. That's, yeah, that's how a I lot did. of MVP ballots go. I just felt that Justin, I voted for Justin, I just felt that he dominated games. Like, you yeah. felt his presence at, at all times, and he was a, a rock on both sides of the ball. So, yes. And I think he... Uh, MVP. Yeah. <laughs> no, not more to say. Offensive um, player of the year. Offensive player of the year. First time it goes to a quarterback. <laughs> there were four different people voted for the award. Paulie Caldonado got a vote. Jarrock got a vote as the first 1,000, 1,000 player. I'll in. give my, my dad voted Jarrock. Your dad voted Jarrock. Yep. Um, you voted for... Justin. Justin. You voted for Justin. You did I, vote. I, yeah, I voted yeah, Justin. Yeah. Offensive player of the year. Um, and two people voted for the winner. Tommy Galante. Wow. Um, the stats... I think Opoy is more Opoy and Depoy are definitely more statistical awards than MVP, and he led the league in total touchdowns. He led the league in passing yards, or he was second league in passing yards. Um, he was a monster all year. They they uh, he kept the interceptions down. I thought this year a lot better than he did in the previous season, and he honestly balled out every week. I know he got a shitty draw, and these these votes, my votes at least, were done before the regular season, so I didn't take that the playoff loss into account. But um. No, it's, it, I'm, I think he's very deserving. I think any of the five, the four people I just named were very deserving of Offensive Player of the Year. Drock, first 1,000, 1,000 person. That's why my dad voted him. I wanted to get that out there. Yeah, no, um, over 1,000 rushing, over 1,000 passing. He, I think he was second or third in total touchdowns this year. Yep. Um, no, he was a beast. I thought Paulie was a monster. I think Paulie's problem was nine of games. Only played like six out of nine, which isn't not, it's not like you were disqualified from my voting for that, yeah. but this the the total numbers matter because it's a season-long award, not like a per-game stats award because like Danino's per-game stats were amazing, but, yes. but played five games. So like, it's tough, but Tommy Galante definitely deserving of the award and um, 
Yeah, first quarterback to win Offensive Player of the Year, first non-quarterback to win MVP. Yeah. Defense Player of the Year. Unanimous. Unanimous, Damian. Damian. Lawaka. Lasaka. A billion sacks. Yeah, no, listen. <laughs> seven games. Listen, we as a team only played seven, uh, eight games because we yeah. had the one forfeit. One of those games, Damian had to play in the secondary the entire game because we only had seven guys and it wasn't a, a personnel where he could play DN and we'd be okay in the secundary. He had seven games. He had 21 sacks. Yeah, three like, sacks a game. That's three sacks a game. And I think we all know, especially as the quarterbacks in the league know, when you get sacked and that two times in a row or one time and it's a long loss, kills a drive. Yeah. And Damian was a drive killer all year. He led to us being the best defense in the league. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, of course. Um, and he was a monster. And there's nothing else more I can say. Nothing He's a more you can dominant say. dominant flag grabber. Um, I think that if you didn't vote Damien for the award, it would have only other person I would have thought to really vote Justin. would have been Justin because yeah. the defense touchdowns, the interceptions, the tackle, the league tackles. Also, I didn't even say that in the MVP voting. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Justin does it all. Also, but Damien was the driving force behind our eight and one game, eight and one um, team. Eight this one year. season. Yep. yep, absolutely. For the next award, the next award is the Rookie of the Year, and that goes to Jarak. Um, this award normally goes to a quarterback, a new quarterback in the league, because the quarterbacks just have very gaudy stats normally. Um, I think Tommy Galante won it last year, and this year, Jarrock. Jarrock, like we said, just first 1,000, 1,000 player in the league. It was also unanimous rookie of the year for him. Um, I'm not sure. I think other vote people you could have voted for would have been like Abdul Sakar. Um, honestly, I really don't know. I think Jarrock was Pat. Pretty, Pat, pretty un- I think Pat Rankin definitely would have been in the conversation if Jarrock didn't have his, like the yes. dominant season offensively that he did have. Jarrock came into the season and started lighting it up. Uh, team's defense wasn't didn't necessarily help him out a lot. They didn't really get the they didn't really have necessarily the players they needed, but Jarrock did a lot with what he had, and I think he's more than hyped to continue build off this, go for the MVP next season. But rookie of the year, good start for him. For Jarrock, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Jarrock. Congratulations, Jarrock. Most improved player. I've been saying it all year on the podcast. It's just official now. Sorry. <laughs> Unanimous. Rich, Rich Ritter. Ritter. Rich Ritter, normally a sixth, seventh round pick. Usually better than that regardless, but falls for Third some round? reason. Third round this summer? Second round? I don't know where he's going to go, but he had eight interceptions. Oh, no, he had eight, uh, eight interceptions. I think it was nine pass breakups or eight pass breakups. He was a monster this year. He's surrounded by a lot of talent, and he thrives in it. He plays the back end of that defense, and he's been very reliable for them this year. I haven't really – I don't think I can remember a time where he's really gotten beat for a touchdown – and he also scored seven touchdowns this year on offense. Wow. He was an absolute monster. Joe, Joe, like we said, Joe and him not, butted heads a little bit in the beginning of the season. But now I think Joe would go to Joe and Rich would go to, are going to war for each other. And uh, Rich Ritter fully deserving of the most improved player. His stats have never been what they were this year, and I think that's going to definitely up his draft stock for years. I'm looking at probably a third, fourth round pick grade on him. Maybe a late, maybe a, a mid third. I think I think Rich Ritter. I was just going to my text to trying to go back because I. I said that Rich Ritter was way better than he was getting credit for in the draft, but um, I think Ritter in that in next season, if someone took him in the second round, I wouldn't be mad. If someone took him in the third round, I wouldn't be mad. I think he's had that Known kind commodity. of commodity. Yeah, so that Add kind of game. Yeah, and he tries and he cares and he talks shit. Oh, so yeah. I, I like congratulations to Rich Ritter, well deserved. Yeah, well, well deserved. I've been saying it all year. He's he's um every game I do the stats, two touchdowns, Rich Ritter. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> beast. Um, sleeper of the year. Sleeper of the year. Someone who was voted uh, drafted seventh round or later. So there's this year there were 42 people eligible for the award. Winner goes to Rob Laconte of Florida State. Rob L. Weirdest career arc in Bear Down history. Yes. From coming in and saving a team season at quarterback. Giants. 
Yeah. With true. Yeah, true. With true. Yeah. To then winning um, a playoff game that year. Winning also. a playoff. Yeah. Like beating IB. Yeah. 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 Having two very not great two seasons at quarterback, but moments, moments of brilliance. Yeah. Like winning the last game of the year in the fall to get to the playoffs, then losing in a heartbreaker to Augie in the first round. Um. Then go. Then almost going over and giving up his quarterback and captain spot. Joining the draft, going yeah. seventh round because everyone's kind of like, oh, like Rob Alcani, yeah. like bad. I've only seen him play bad at quarterback, but yeah. we forget Rob L was starting shortstop varsity. Yeah, if year. I said that, it won't be on my dick. <laughs> I know that's why I said it. No, Rob L is a very good athlete, and he made a lot of plays for this team, and he's a huge reason why Florida State is where they are. Yeah, Rob is a beast. We talked about it, you know, in, in, the, in the last playoff yeah. game that he just did. But uh, shout out to Rob, man, huge. Uh, Crazy just where he was in the league, and now, you know, Rob, another guy. His draft stock should be shooting up as well. Rob played very well this season for Augie. Yeah, great pick by Augie. Augie picked all of his friends, and it's definitely Sleeper of the year. Sleeper of the year. Um, the next award, comeback player of the year. Weren't a lot of weren't a lot of options for this one, but I think even if there were a lot of options, this person would have ran away with it. Um, came on the scene two, three seasons ago with the Jets. Um, showed flashes, but Bryce Walker, man. Beast yeah. this year for Vin. Monster. I think he became. I think he slowly but surely became Vin's favorite person to get the ball to. I think Bryce in the open field, um, on screens, on little uh, rushes that he had so many rushes. I think he led the league in uh, non-quarterback rushing attempts this year. Um, he he, they ran him a lot. They ran, they him, ran a lot. him a lot. And I think Vin realized that. I said, this kid, I can, I can get free yards without having to do anything. He just hands the ball to Bryce and lets his blocking do the work for him. Bryce is a very shifty player. Um, Bryce is playing in the summer again, and I'm hyped because he's on my draft board. I'll tell you that right now. I am looking at drafting Bryce. Bryce <laughs> is a beast. Okay. I, I'm sitting on the film every game, just very very impactful athlete on the field. So Hold Bryce for ransom and make Christian trade for him. No, I'm <laughs> trading for him, but he's a really good player that I think about drafting. Anyway, another well-deserved award. Well I, think, deserved. I think everyone that won these awards was very well-deserving. Yes, no controversy. That. No, I don't think so at all. Shout out to Bryce, man. You're a beast. Yeah. Uh, dog of the year. There were multiple people who voted for this award. Uh, Matt Hughes got one vote or two votes. And the other person got all three votes. The winner, James Kill Williams. Yeah. J. Kill Will. Um, third in the league or second in the league in tackles. And really just an emotional leader for yeah. that Texas Tech team who... Um, inconsist- defense, inconsistent, yeah, inconsistent. Uh, inconsistent roster attendance this season. Yeah, definitely plagued them uh, a lot during the year. But James was a... Um, what's a, a stable a stable piece a rock in that um, team playing middle linebacker playing offensive line snapping the ball for uh, Billy in his first year James cares more about the league than most people do yep. he is out there being an emotional leader talking shit they were down 20-6 um, to six in the playoff game and James Williams is trying to get that energy back up James definitely um he what he in, he shows he body embodies what the dog, dog of, of the year is supposed it's to just really as much be. As, it's just as much of a emotional effort energy award as it is you know production award james is laying his body on the line he's blocking he's diving for flags every week calling stuff out like he really cares about it james is an excellent pick for another dog person, for, for dog of the yeah, year another person that i'm looking to draft like i want guys that absolutely pull, i want guys that try that pull flags and just are good team players and james embodies all three of those things Agreed. i just said plus the Agreed. production is on the field and undeniable for the last award of the night we actually had a 2-2 tie going into the final vote for trenches the trenches award which goes to best player on just in the trenches offensive line and defensive line production matters i also asked some defensive linemen hey who was the best offensive lineman you had to go against this year and a lot of people said these two guys um harnish and douglas you each had two votes for the award but um the fifth and deciding vote was the winner by not unanimous decision (laughs) by split decision 
Nick Douglas. Yes. Nick Douglas has been another staple of the league, MVP candidate at one point or another. Um, stable, just stable as shit. Had finished finished the year with uh, seven touchdown catches or four hundred yards receiving. Um, had I believe nine or ten sacks on the season. Harnish was more of just a offensive line rock while also being a defensive line pretty sure he finished here with 13 or 14 sacks big sack season top guys in the league had a lot of sacks so um harnish and douglas both definitely destroyed people in the trenches this year i thought they're both very good offensive and defensive linemen and helped their teams succeed on both sides of the ball um tough award to vote for who'd you vote for in this one you voted for douglas no i did vote for nick douglas um, i voted for harnish a lot of it had to do and listen no one was higher on harnish going into this season no, than i was yeah, no facts. one no one was higher on harnish than i was but i gave douglas the nod because of the way sam used him offensively as well yes so that's what gave it to me because they're both great harnish probably you know does a little bit more blocking than douglas does. even though douglas can block as well we know what douglas brings defensively but the way op- the way douglas you know moves in the open field as a line as an offensive lineman i think will translate good to him playing quarterback being captain in the summer season but it's the the deciding factor Smart. as the deciding factor as to why i voted him as uh the trenches of the year award player yeah no i think but once again i we've said it for almost everywhere both guys were super deserving super. of the award um yeah i mean listen those all those award winners were some of the best guys in the league most guys most of these guys returning for the next season i'm super excited about it um try to defend their their crowns yeah. some people can some people can't. Yeah, so, <laughs> like not everyone can keep, uh, keep you can't get dog of the year yeah you're, not getting, you're probably not getting dog of the year twice in a row um but yeah no they're the award winners. I always say I think this league this league has a very good pool of talent. I think there's guys making you come to the field on any given day, and any of those guys I just named plus others are making every play yeah. that you can think of. Um, big touchdown catches, great throws by quarterbacks, and we've kind of seen it all this year. I'm excited. It's it's always bittersweet ending a season, but the summer season's literally right around the corner. If you're playing in the championship, you literally don't have a break. You play the following week, week one, with a, a new squad that you have to get accustomed to. I know some quarterbacks are trying to get scrimmages in the weekend of the championship. That's crazy. Um, I, for one, if, if I'm playing in the championship game, which I obviously expect to be, I will not be scrimmaging my game. My team's first game will be week one on June 20th. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited about tomorrow's game. Sucks you won't be there, but uh, we'll try to have the game on the live so anyone can watch if they're trying to see it. Um Great season, man. Yeah, great, great season. season. Um, Still a couple games left. Looking games forward, looking forward to the games tomorrow. Everyone, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thirty-five minute pod with only two guys here, two games, and some awards. Congrat- Just... Congratulations to everyone who won the awards. Uh, congratulations to everyone who was even in contention in nominations. Really, for throughout the uh, you know the league office chat talk, people who really pay attention to the league. Uh, a lot of people got recognition behind the scenes, and you guys know who you are. So. Shout out to everyone who won the award. Shout out to everyone who played in the season, uh, who played in the league this season, and and was you know in contention for these great awards. We will see everyone at the field tomorrow, eleven o'clock and twelve o'clock, and then we will be back on here for the recap and to give out the uh, first, second, third teams all as well the, as all the all BDSA teams, all the all BDSA teams. Everyone, we'll catch you guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Peace.